Today we are joined by Bobby Richard, a restaurant owner who shares how his mother and faith in God are his driving force in his business. Really good to have you on the show today, Bobby. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's no problem. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Why don't we get started with you telling us a little bit about your business and, and how you got started? Okay. The name of the business is Essence of Soul Creations, LLC. I originally started it last year following the death of my mom. At that point, I was at the two-year stage of losing my mom. So I needed to have an outlet to help me to deal with my grief. So I was already a pretty good cook, but it kind of went to another level after I lost my mom uh, in 2019. Oh, wow. That must have been a very difficult time for you. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear about, about you losing your mom and hope things are going well for you now. But, um, are you, was that a, was that something you and your mom shared together, a bond, the, the cooking or food or anything? I think it was just a bond in general. Um, I would always cook for my mom. My mom and I were super close. She was more than just my mom. She was my best friend. We did everything together. We traveled together. She even came with me, um, to New Orleans to live with me for a few uh, for a few months when Hurricane Katrina was coming around in New Orleans. So she and I are, were very very close, and and it and life doesn't feel the same without her in my life. So so imagine having the person that you cherish above all others no longer in your life. So that 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 kind of sparked my passion to continue to cook. But not only to cook, but cook from the heart, cook from the soul. That's why the business is called Essence of Soul Creations. I mean, the, the, the story and the business are tied to the memory of my mom. As a matter of fact, I even created a signature dish in honor of my mom. Oh, wow. Wow. What, what is that dish? It's called a Chipotle molasses sausage stir fry. It has a Chipotle molasses sauce in it. It's uh, seasoned with uh, glaze into the sausage. It's seasoned. And then you put that over a bed of uh, fresh rice. Wow. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Making me hungry for sure. Good. That That's, that's my job. My job <laughs> is to keep people hungry because hungry people build the business. Hungry people build the dream. Hungry people build the vision that I have for essence of soul creations, LLC. That's great. Well, I'm, I'm interested in, in some of your maybe backstory behind before you started uh, your business. It sounds like you had a little bit of experience in food. You're going through this period of grief and then launch your business. Tell me a little bit about your experience prior to launching, launching your business. Okay. I'm a decorated United States Navy veteran. I served in two tours, combat tours. I have received uh, two anti-terrorism medals. I went on to college uh, multiple times, including one for culinary, but I already went into the school knowing how to cook. I just wanted to fine tune the fundamentals of baking. So I went in there with experience and I've been pretty much cooking most of my life because I was always a firm believer. And my mom always has shared that with me. So I learned how to take care of yourself because if you don't ever meet the right person in your life and they don't cook, you're going to be in a bind. So <laughs> I took the teachings that my mom taught me and enhanced that through my cooking, through my food enhanced what I learned from her by watching her, watching grandma over the years to be able to cook different dishes and create those dishes from memory without using a recipe. Oh, wow. 
Wow, food it really is a, a universal language, isn't it? And a, a universal need, obviously, and something that we all have in common. What? How cool is absolutely that? build something unique that people people can enjoy that way. Right, and and if you think about the name of the business, essence of soul creations. So Louisiana is known for its soul food, for its bold flavors, for its zest of life. So essence of soul basically means the heart of soul, the heart of soul food cooking in Louisiana. Oh, that's really neat. Sounds like you've put a lot of thought into it and have been very uh, intentional about your business, everything from the name to the dishes and everything that you're doing there. And on, on top of that, the mission statement ties in with the business, with the purpose, and with my story. The mission statement for this company is touching lives through food, one family meal at a time. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> That's great. Very nice. So, so Bobby, as you started out, you know, you've been cooking forever, but you haven't always had a business cooking, right? So when you correct got got going what were some of the greatest challenges in getting your business started i think the hardest part to any new business is to get started is to take that first step and take that initiative and get that um, initial paperwork the llc paperwork as a matter of fact i've done like almost six llc's all together so really the hardest part for me was getting a concept getting a name getting started and getting the first step and getting the ball rolling to, to make it what it needs to be. Well, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you were able to push through that. A, a lot of times we hit those initial roadblocks and it's like, ah, this is harder than I thought. Right. And it's pretty easy to give up on your dream, but it feels like you had, uh, uh, you were working for a higher purpose and a more meaningful thing and stuck to it and stuck to the ability to get through it. Absolutely. Especially losing my mom. So suddenly I needed to have, this going for myself to keep me busy because if we are in our thoughts if we're in our emotions and feelings after a tough loss like i've experienced with the loss of a parent or even a child you need to have something positive and powerful to keep you moving forward because if you get stuck into that rut of depression you're going to give up you're going to get frustrated you're going to get overwhelmed so when i lost my mom in 19 i was determined to do something bigger than myself to honor her memory, to honor her legacy and to continue the tradition of, of Louisiana cooking long after my mom's death in 19. Wow. That's a really powerful message there, Bobby. And we, we often try to get to the, the deeper purpose behind starting a business. It's, it's always something deeper than money or trying to earn a living. There's always some deeper purpose. And I love the connection you just made there of pulling you out of a mental health issue, pulling you out of depression, giving you purpose in life when after having going through something very tragic. And I love that perspective of business being a tool to help drive you into the future, keep you forward looking, keeping you active and, and in pursuit of something worth living for. Absolutely. And the heart of all of that is when this business, and I didn't say if, but when this business blows to the stratosphere that it needs to be on, I'm going to even be creating a scholarship fund in my mom's name so I can send our kids to college. So it's way bigger than just food. It's inside and outside of the kitchen. We want to make contributions to community, to society, and contributions to our world as a whole. 
your vision is uh, really encouraging. And I, I love the thought process that you're on and, and the motivation behind what you're doing and what's driving you forward. It's, uh, it's something that's easy to get behind because of the genuineness of what you're trying to accomplish there. I'm interested I appreciate that. with, uh, you know, the, the things that are driving you and, and the way that you're working on your business, what's been so far the most uh, rewarding thing about running this business? The most rewarding thing for me is being able to take raw ingredients and turn them into a restaurant quality dish. And not only do we uh, do that, Here's the process of what I do when I get a food order. And this is for one order, and I'm going to be doing that same level of consistency for every order. First, I get the order. If I don't have the ingredients in-house, I go and buy the ingredients fresh from the store, from the market. From there, I prep that those ingredients, those raw ingredients, to make the dish that they order. Once that dish is complete, I put it in a to-go box, take a picture of said dish, and send it off to the customer that um, that contacted me for the order. Once I finish with the order, I seal the order, I put a date, a time, and it's off to delivery because I also deliver every dish personally, personally to each customer to make sure that the dish never leaves my hand from start to finish. I'm in control of that dish. Wow. wow. Talk about a quality, quality dish there straight from the chef to your to your plate. And, um, and and in addition to that, guys, not only do I hand deliver it and personally deliver it, I'm in full chef's attire when I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my full chef's attire, my chef's coat, my apron, my chef's hat from start to finish. I am in the same attire that I cook the food in, in my chef's attire. And then they get it and they see that and they say, wow. And they taste it and they love that. And they gave me really good feedback. So I always want to maintain those levels of quality standards and professionalism when I'm doing an order, whether it's one order or 15 orders, every order will be treated as, as the same, uh, with the same level of responsibility and care as the first. And I learned that lesson watching master chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, yes. And so very, a very rewarding experience then to get to deliver that yourself and see the people receive it at, at your hands. You get to see, see the, the whole process there. Absolutely. And not only that, when they taste it, they are blowing my phone up. It's like, Oh my God, I've never had a profile like this. I've never even had a normal traditional salad, like the way you prepare the salad. Wow. Nice. You deliver to Utah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I wish I could. I mean, if I, if like, like I said, if we, if people get behind this business, this concept, this vision, I would probably have one in Utah. I would want to have one in every state because Essence of Soul Creations LLC is actually a franchise from my first business, Essence of Spirituality LLC, which features all of the books that I've written in my life. Wow. Oh, wow. You're so, multi-dimensional here. We didn't even know it. Correct. So I originally started Essence of uh, Spirituality in back in about 2008 with books. It was all of the books that I wrote, personally wrote, handwritten, all wrote books that I, I wrote out. And that concept uh, is good, but you got to get the right audience for it to really take off. But 
the name basically came from essence of spirituality LLC. Instead of using spirituality, I use soul because soul and spirituality they pretty much mean the same thing, mm-hmm. but yeah. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like well, you got to say, you don't usually find a military man uh, spending so much time in the creative side of of things. You know, with the writing and the, the food and the and all that. You you're quite a dynamic dynamic character here. Thank you very much. I was even considering putting my two loves together and uh, even making a cookbook with with all of my signature dishes on it. I'm considering it. I'm considering it. I haven't thought it out out yet, but I'm considering actually writing a recipe book with all of the dishes that I absolutely love, the ones I enjoyed cooking, the ones that, and then a brief little description and story about what each dish means to me and how to prepare it properly. That's great. Well, we could certainly use some good soul food out here in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as you get it together, send it our way. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys can get the first signed copy. Yeah, we'll take it. That'll be awesome. Hey, right. I, I want to get maybe into your head a little bit when you start talking about, you know, you, you want to be, you're in control of the food. You're, you know, you want to be the one that prepares it, delivers it, the whole thing. Most people would be like, hey, that's not the most profitable thing, right? You could hire a delivery driver. You could you know, hire these other cooks, you could do, you could do stuff on the cheap, right. And, and make, right. make more money. Tell us a little bit more about your thought process and being like, Hey, I'm, I'm more concerned about quality and uh, customer experience over the, the dollar. Here's my thought process when it comes to that. If you see one person with a dish that you are paying your hard earned money for, it eliminates the the uh, concept of cross contamination that is going from hand to hand, especially in the midst of this pandemic. Because we don't know how long this is going to go. We don't know how long this is going to be. We don't even know how long this is going to last. But if one person that has taken all of the necessary sanitary precautions prepares your food, you are less likely to get sick when it's transferred from one person to the next. Because we don't know who has COVID. We don't know who has what. So I make sure that from the time I get your ingredients from the market, from the time I deliver it to your house or to your office or to your place of business, that the most highest standards of sanitation and quality are met long before you get that dish in your hands. Wow. Well, I'd certainly be willing to pay a premium for that. And here's the thing. This is not a fast food type of situation. If you want your food done right, don't blow up my phone every two minutes asking me where the order is because I automatically give you updates on the order from start to finish. Your ingredients are in the pan. They're cooking, waiting on the sauce to marinate. Once the marination is done, here's a picture of what it looks like. I'm on my way. You don't even have to call me and remind me about the order because I'm going to remind you of the order (laughs) until I, until it leaves my kitchen and it gets into your hands, you will be updated every so often in that process to let you know how your order is doing and about how long it's going to take for me to get it to you. Nice. Wow. Well, Bobby, uh, you know, having gone through your business startup and having, having started things up and taken that first step and taken the initiative and everything and made it down the road a ways, what uh, advice would you give to other new business owners who are, who are thinking about starting their own business? 
As a matter of fact, I love this question. I was kind of hoping you guys gave me this question because I was ready for it. Get started. The hardest part for anything is get started. When I was a supervisor, um, before I went into my own business, I always would encourage my guys that if you guys want this to happen, you got to put the muscle behind the hustle. You can't wait for it to drop out of the sky. You got to get in there, put your head down and take those steps because it is better to take one step now than have to take all 10,000 steps later because you fail to take one step and you fail to try. Very good. I love that advice. Good words of wisdom. For, for you personally, Bobby, how has the choice to start your business and run your own business affected you like on a personal uh, side? You, you leaned into this a little bit earlier talking about the healing, you know, associated with your, your mom's loss and things like that. But how, what other impacts has it had on you um, in your life? It's allowing me to take my love for my mother and my love for food and helping and serving the community and combine the two into a powerful weapon that we can use into the community and into the world ultimately. Because at the end of the day, if you are not passionate about what you are doing, you're just wasting time. You're wasting valuable time trying to figure out what you're passionate about. I was always passionate about food. And I was always connected to my mom. As a matter of fact, when I'm in the kitchen, she's over my shoulder saying, okay, put a little bit of this in here, put a little bit of that in there. That's exactly how I know when to start seasoning and when to stop. So it's never over seasoned. It's always seasoned spot on because of the fact that my mom's influence is the driving force to why I can do what I do and basically cook these dishes with my eyes closed, literally. Wow. That is, and I, again, I just love to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> Get a taste of yours and your mom's cooking. That's right. In one. So Bobby, I, um, I love to ask different uh, business owners this question, but what is your, as you started your business and you think about, you know, how this business is going to run and operate and what you're trying to accomplish, how do you define success for yourself? When, when do you say, this is, this is how I'll know that my business is successful or that I'm successful in my business? For me, success is measured by if people are tasting the food, especially new customers for the very first time, and they absolutely love it, and they become a repeat customer, and then they tell somebody else, and then they become repeat customers, and so on and so on. I define success when I can touch one person's life through my cooking. Wow. That is really powerful, actually. Yeah, because the one will tell others and others will tell others. So it starts with one. If I can touch one, then I can touch many. Well, it's uh, really cool to hear that. We think, you know, so many times people get distracted or they get too um, focused on the wrong things. But uh, your focus seems to be hey, it's customer service. It's individuals taking care of individuals. You take care of the individuals. You're going to take care of the whole Right. And the business is going to take care of itself eventually. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you're in food or if you're in accounting like us or whatever, it's taking care of taking care of the ones in front of you and taking care of your customers. So. Absolutely. Because when I go to a restaurant, the number one thing I'm looking at before I give this person a tip is how good is the service? How good is the food? 
is the quality match the service that you receive for your money, you should give that person a pretty decent tip because these people don't make enough as it is and they rely on those tips as income to keep them forward. So why wouldn't I do the same thing to someone else that someone else has already done for me? When I go to Chili's or different places like that, these people are super nice, they're super efficient, they're effective, they have my order outright. So why wouldn't I do the same thing to others like they would do to me? And basically, the heart of the concept for Essence of Soul Creations LLC is living by the golden rule. Treat others how you would want to be treated yourself. That's awesome. You're definitely not going to go wrong there for sure. That is going to lead that is going to lead to good places. So Bobby, we know that uh, you know running a business comes with challenges, right? And it comes it's not easy to put yourself out there like that every day day after day, trying to, to see your vision come to pass, come to a reality. And, uh, so in all of that, the day to day that, that sometimes you got to push through, what is it that keeps you going? What keeps me going to be 100% honest is the, the connection that I had with my mom, my, my daughter, my, my wife, my family, that keeps me going. That keeps me grounded. It keeps me putting my head down because um, once I get the brick and mortar, it will be a requirement of all chefs that work in my kitchen to bring a picture of a family member with them. And I'm going to explain that in a few minutes. The purpose of you bringing a family member with you in the kitchen is to remind you of who you're cooking for. If you wouldn't cook it for your wife, your child, your husband, or your or anybody else important in your life, or a relative or a parent that passed away, then you should not cook it to my customers. So that <laughs> will remind you of who you're cooking for and your purpose of why you joined uh, this company and why you are cooking for us and these customers. Because I'm going to have pictures of my mom right at the front because it was, it started with her, but I have to finish it because her journey in life is now over. So I have to pick up where she left off. I love that. Keeping, keeping love at the center of, of your process there. Because if you don't cook your food with love, I can guarantee you, you will not taste the love in it. <laughs> Even the great Gordon Ramsay, as great as he is, he always would say everything. He would say these three words, three words he would say in almost every broadcast I've ever watched him say and be in cook with passion. If you are not passionate about your food, it's going to taste like it just came out the garbage can. Your your passion for your food determines how it tastes. Yeah. Uh, again, it's such a universal principle because whether you're doing food or whether you're doing accounting or no matter what you're doing, if if, if you don't have uh, the passion behind it and enjoying what you're doing or doing it for a higher reason, then people are going to feel that. Yeah, it doesn't just happen on its own. It's not just a no, passive. People, and people know the difference. Like, wow. You know, they'll be like, wow, I really enjoyed this dish. Or they'll be like, oh, the, the, the chef didn't even care today. The chef didn't show up today. Yeah. <laughs> you can taste that. People can taste that. And guess what happened? When people can taste a lack of passion in food, they don't come back. Yeah. Because they say, well, I can spend my money somewhere else where somebody actually cares about how my food looks when it comes to me. That's why I, sp I probably spend more time on presentation than I actually do cooking. I want your food to look beautiful when it comes to you. So when you eat it, 
you are when you look at it for the first time like i want to tear this up because this looks so good <laughs> people eat with their eyes before they eat with their mouth and their digestive system oh man you've got to figure it out it's fun. yeah man you're taking us into the whole new world here of, yeah. of food and, and culinary arts that's that's amazing Thank you so much, gentlemen. Um, because the, the trick of it is, and I even learned that in, in when I was in culinary school, eat with your eyes first. If you can eat with your eyes and you can see it looks visually stunning, your plate is clean, there's no grease and none of that slapped on it, and somebody took the time to wipe the rim, it takes about two minutes to wipe the rim of your plate to make sure your plating is absolutely spot on. So when the customer gets it, they will be like, wow, somebody took the time to make sure my plate was clean. Somebody took the time to make sure my meat was the right temperature the way I requested it. Somebody took the time to let me know that they care. And I could spend my money here because we are on a budget and I can, I can invest into this business because that person took the time to invest in me. Well, Bobby, this has been great. We really appreciate the time you spent with us today and the insights that you've provided and uh, it's just been a, a really good, a really good time together. What's uh, the best way for our listeners to connect with you or to learn more about your business? I'm not hard to find essence of soul creation. LLC is not hard to find. You can find us on Twitter. I'll be on chef uh, B Richard on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I have two profiles on LinkedIn. I even have its uh, own Instagram page and the feature title is uh, essence of soul creations, LLC. There's the website essence of soul creation. There are so many different tools that are out there that you can find this restaurant, find this business, find this concept and get behind it. Because without the community support, it goes nowhere. But if the community gets involved and not uh, have this fear of taking a chance to go to a new um, place or try a new venture out, then how can they experience something new if they never tried it? Yeah. Very nice. We, we think you got something that people should be able to get behind. And so we're excited for you and we wish you all the best in the future. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was good to just share my story. I wish we could talk all day, but I know we have, you know, other things that we have to do, but just one closing reminder that I want to remind people, if you have a dream, let nothing and no one stop you from achieving that dream, including yourself. Because sometimes we can be our own worst enemy when we fail to try. One of the best parts about this podcast is hearing the passion and joy that each entrepreneur has for their business. Thank you for listening and remember to keep going.